You are listening to John Gerica on SFM. Talk rugby with our regular rugby updater and person in the know, rugby coach and rugby analyst Thurlow Peterson joins us. Thurlow, good chatting again. John, um, good evening. Good evening. If, if you were to hold your hand up in the air now, I can feel there's a little bit of a shake already. You can't be steady right now. So, <laughs> and the worst part is I'm not even drinking. <laughs> yeah. I, I, I was with a mate today. Uh, we were just hanging out in the afternoon and, and he was planning, I was going off to work and he was going to have a braai or whatever. And he says, listen, at a quarter to nine, I'm in front of the TV and nobody talked to me for two hours. All right. Because that's how invested he is in Ireland against New Zealand today. Yeah. And I think, I think the previous game, Wales, Argentina, just, just took everybody. Oh, I think a lot of people lost bets. But <laughs> I think, yeah, it was an interesting game. Interesting one. And I think, well, I hope. That, that the next one will be interesting as well. Yeah, I was. Let, let's yeah, let's go back. Ben and I were going to talk about this in a moment. I I like to look at what the bookies are saying because you know they they're not going to want to lose money and they and they give the odds and they they're pretty good with the histories and all those kind of things. But who would have? Th- nobody. It was close, but nobody thought that Argentina would beat Wales. Wales were by far the favourites. Yeah, and I think it, it takes me back to the sevens analogy where day one is not your your you know the main day mm. with regards to your pool play. And I think it's the same with the World Cup. Your pool play is just to guarantee you get into the quarterfinal. From the quarterfinal, anything can happen. So let's look at what the bookies are saying about Ireland against New Zealand. It's changing slightly, but uh, I'm going to give you fractional odds. One, uh, sorry, decimal odds. 1.73 for Ireland, 1.73, and New Zealand 2.25, which means that Ireland are the favourites, not by a lot. But yeah. the, that's what they predicted for Argentina Wales. So is is this a throw it up in the air? Let's see what happens. Look, I think a lot of people this morning have woken up and, and, and I don't know what walked over their lives, but a lot of people have been saying the All Blacks are going to take this one. Sure. It's, <laughs> I, I, I think New Zealand fans are saying that. Irish fans are disagreeing with them vehemently, I think. No, definitely. I see they're handing out free flags to the spectators uh, at the stadium. <laughs> Yeah, we were, I was joking, and yeah, England against Fiji, it's the world against England tomorrow. But Definitely. Island, New Zealand, I think a lot of people want to see New Zealand lose just because of the, the whole all-black arrogance and see a Six Nations team defeat them again. Won't be the first time. Where do you see this game going? I think my my mind says Ireland will, will take this time to be with 10 points. Mm-hmm. Sure. My heart is saying I'm I'm hoping for a 79th minute penalty for either side to win. <laughs> uh, let's just run through the history, by the way. Ireland beat them by 10. Then they beat them by 11 in 2022 as well. Um, yes. In 2021, Ireland won by nine. So it's it's Ireland four, New Zealand one, in, or three, three one in the last four games. It's it's never been far away between these two nations, despite what one would think. Yeah, I think the last time it was a big margin was in the 2019 quarterfinal. Um, and I think New Zealand yeah. will, will, will hold on to that one. Um, because quarterfinals rugby is, is something different. You mm. know, it's, it's all stakes on the table. Um, whoever takes the opportunities, whoever handles the pressure best. Um, whoever's as cool and calm and whose, whose game plan is, is perfectly suited um, will we'll take it at the end of the day. I saw an interesting stat on Twitter about how many minutes each player in each squad has played. Um, correct me, I don't know, hopefully you saw it as well, but it looked as if 
Um, New Zealand had the most players who played the most minutes. Will that start coming into effect now as well? That the legs will get a little tired towards the 70th minute. Yeah, look, I think Ireland Ireland played most of their combinations for almost all their games. Right. Where New Zealand chopped and changed. Okay. Um, and if we look at the Wales Argentina game, Argentina chopped Argentina chopped and changed um, through their pool games, and Wales they stuck to their 23 for for most of their games. Mm. And I don't know if it, yeah, you could say that you could see the fatigue in the in the Welsh side, and you could see a lot more energy in the Argentinians. So I don't know if, if, if that's a factor because if you look at Wales, Bundy Aki um, played mm. all four games. Um, most of their backs, most of their forwards played all four games. So I don't know if, if, if you know if you can factor that in. Yeah, tournament rugby is a different kettle of fish, right? Because it's 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 only so many players; they can only do so much. Hundred percent, and yeah. I think. Ireland have lost one or two players for this for this uh, quarterfinal, which which could be interesting. And I think New Zealand they've got their best possible twenty three um, that they could have picked. Mm-hmm. So, but I mean it comes down to the team that makes the least errors. And we've seen so far this World Cup, Ireland have, have they've only conceded one yellow card. Yeah. Um, where New Zealand have conceded a red, they've had a couple of yellows. So discipline will be will be big mm-hmm. for this game, along with with emotions. Yeah, we have to give credit to that Wales Argentina game. No cards in a in a rugby world cup that's been dominated by many many cards. So and and what was it? The Island South Africa game was pretty clean as well. So it's it's yeah discipline. And I, I hate that thing the team who wants it more because obviously both of these teams want it. But I, I'm not gonna I'm, I'm not gonna predict this one. I kind of want a Six Nations. <laughs> I want a Six Nations side to go through. Would be good. And you kind of want the world's best team to go through as well. But yeah, then I'm also I don't know I'm not gonna, I'm not going to talk anymore I'm going to give up on that. Yeah, I think I think that's what makes this quarterfinal so beautiful. It's because it's one that's unpredictable. Yeah. Everybody's saying that that tonight's nine o'clock game and tomorrow nine o'clock yes. game is going to be the, the the walkers for next weekend. But I mean the yeah, just the the, the, the what's on the table for these two sides yeah. tonight at nine is it's just too big. <laughs> and once they won that, they got to face France or South Africa in the semi. <laughs> yeah, oh, even worse. <laughs> <laughs> okay, England against Fiji tomorrow. Um, I'd, 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 let's let's have a look, see what the bookies are saying, and then it'll it'll help me out a little bit more. Um, England by far the favourites, so twice as likely to win this game against Fiji. It, is, is it going to be that easy for them? I don't think it'll be easy. I just think that they've had a lot of. Majority of the squad have played in a World Cup quarterfinal before, mm. so you know they've they've been there, they've done it, they've they've won it, so they know what it's about. But that being said, um, Wales were in the same predicament today. They've had a lot of players that played in the previous World Cup quarterfinal, so yeah, it's. It, I think everybody's hoping for a Fiji win, for a Fiji upset, yeah. uh, that they can make it through. But it depends on what Fijian side pitches up. I think that's that's the big question that that's going to be asked tomorrow. Is what Fiji is it the Fiji that played against Wales and Australia? They're definitely in for an 18 minute game full of excitement, full of tries, full of good things from the, the flying Fijians. But if it's not that side, then England will take control, they'll mold, they'll scrum, um, they'll play the game at their pace. Um, Owen Farrell will dictate, um, and, and that's that's what they would want. Mm. Fiji can't come back in the last three minutes against England, that won't happen. <laughs> And what uh, Editor Slogan is what impossible is nothing. <laughs> <laughs> and I think they love they live by that sort. So yeah, with them you've gotta you've gotta be ahead by 
10, 12 points yeah. to be certain because anything less than that, they'll always chance their arm. Okay, let's talk about the big game. France against South Africa tomorrow. You mentioned about experience. What is it? Three or four of the 23 are not World Cup winners. And I, that, that's an astounding fact that South Africa, four years on, can put on a team where only three or four players haven't won a World Cup. It's it's crazy. It's mind-boggling. But I was I was reading an article by Jack White and he said that this World Cup has the same feeling and aura that 95 had sure. for, for us in South Africa with Mandela. And their Mandela is DuPont. So, modern night, oh, I don't know. Um, I don't know how people are going to survive with, with a game at 9 o'clock and work the next morning. <laughs> um, Holiday. But, just for, I mean, for the Springboks defending champions, playing the host nations, mm. I mean, that's massive. Um, I think the French, they will give it the all they have to. I mean, and so will, so will the Springboks, you know. Um, but as she's saying that, you know, they, they, they don't feel as much under pressure as they did the previous World Cup. Mm. And I don't know if that's a good or a bad thing, you know. I'm just thinking, when, when South Africa played Australia in 95, were Australia the defending champions then? They were, but okay. that was a pool game, wasn't it? Yeah, it was the opening game, <laughs> and South Africa won, which was huge. Yeah. yeah, it's worrying because the home side beats the. Yeah, never mind. We're not going to mention. Let's not mention that history. Uh, looking at the odds, France are the favourites, but I did look at the winning margin. You know, they give the handicap. I think it was one point, maybe two points at best. That's how close tomorrow's game is going to be. Do you see it going that way as well? Drop kick in the last minute. I hope not. Because I think a few people will be rushed to the ER with heart problems. <laughs> oh, that will be so nerve-wracking. Um, because I mean, the big thing obviously is that they've they started Mani on Tim, yes, um, which has obviously um, gave, given him a lot of confidence. Um, so we'll see. We'll have to see because I, I I just got a feeling that with Pollard, Pollard gives you three points non-negotiable. Penalty, he slots it. So if, if Mani doesn't come to the party, we'll see Pollard a lot sooner than, mm-hmm. than later. So that will be the that you know that I think that will be the deciding factor for for the Springboks because what Mani brings on attacking ability compared to Pollard is, is you know is worlds apart. So and we're going to need that against the French because they'll be physical, um, they'll climb in the tackles, they're more stopping is good, they more as well. So somewhere we're going to have to have a bit of extra edge um, to outplay them or to outperform them, you know. <laughs> the more we talk about it, the more this is just... Re- I don't know why we're even talking about it. Just, just sit back, have a beer and enjoy. Th- and enjoy... It's going to be 46 gladiators on the field tomorrow knowing that this this is their final. This is their semi-final. Definitely. Right. Um, yeah. No, I don't have words. I just want them to play. France, France have put extra forward on the bench <laughs> after after the whole seven, what was it, the 7-1 the, the split or whatever it is. Uh, France have the extra forward on the bench this time around, uh, mainly to to nullify the Springbok pack because that pack is impressive. The most experienced pack, I think, in history for the Springboks as well. France know what they're expecting. South Africa know what's coming. Uh, this is, this is what's that... Um, an immovable object hitting an immovable object. It's it's who knows what it could be goalless or scoreless for all we know. Yeah, and uh, remember that through the permutations with the penalties and the drop goal situation. No. Oh, I don't want it to go there. 
Here's a little stat for you. Neither team has lost a single test since the start of 22 when scoring the opening try. Sheep. All right. So according to that, if you open, if you score the opening try, you've won the game. 16 wins for France, 14 for South Africa if they scored the opening try. I mean, I would, if it was at a neutral venue, I'd agree with that. Right. But at that start of France, yeah. with all those passionate French, oh, no, that's a different ball game. You know, because it's the World Cup, they will they they use multi language and there's English and French as well. Um, if it was a French game in France, then they wouldn't. There would be no English. It would all be French, and it would be very alien for the Springboks. But these guys are experienced. They've done this before. They've been. They 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 know this kind of pressure. The Springboks, I mean, particularly. Do you can can. This is their job. Can they put all that aside and go? Well, it doesn't matter what's happening. And and I heard Oxen Chair saying that earlier, uh, earlier this week, saying we we just have to shut it down. We're going to do what we do. Look, and, and rightfully so, they they can. And I think the only way they can do that is they come out giving their all in that first twenty minutes, get into a ten point lead because that will definitely quiet down that French crowd. Yes. And I think that's what they are targeting, and that's what they're going to target. They're going to come out guns blazing in those first twenty minutes and try and get as many points and ask France to chase the game. All right. Thurlo, we'll catch up with you next week, see how well we did. Give me a points difference tomorrow. Points difference tomorrow, I'll go four points in the favour of the Springboks. Thurlo Peterson, thank you very much. We'll catch up on Twitter on Monday and we'll talk again next week. That's just about the show. Let me finish off with an interview that I did on Thursday. I caught up with Olympian Steve Evans who played hockey. Fascinating history uh, about all of that. Can we take a quick spot and then you'll hear my interview with Steve Evans.